When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Can you explain what that means? Maintaining or keeping, keeping Michelli. They're uh, keeping Michelli. We knew this was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen, but it's official. It's it's a great day. It's a great day. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah here with Craig and Sean. Um, It's Petey's wedding anniversary today. So hi, Petey. I'm putting on my glasses for you, Petey. Happy anniversary um, to Heidi and Petey. Um, and he's taking the day off, but that's okay, Craig, because we have plenty to talk about today. Thank you, Coyotes, by the way, yeah. for being so active over the weekend. Thank you, Bill Armstrong. Thank you, David Ludwig. Thank you, agents. Thank you, players. Yes. You gave us a show for Monday. We were, uh, we were a little worried about we were, today, weren't um, we? I mean, you'll see when we get to our third segment, that might have been the whole show. Uh, I mean, we weren't worried that because Petey wasn't going to be here. That never concerns us. No, no. But That's true. We, were, we were worried we had no content. We might have talked about Petey's wedding anniversary <laughs> if we had had nothing else. Actually, we might have gone back through the years of every celebration of <laughs> Petey's wedding anniversary. So to spare you that, the Coyotes were active this Thank weekend. Thank God. Thank God. Let's start with the biggest one. Um, Matthias Michelli has signed a three-year deal 3.425 AAV. <laughs> Can we go back to that one more time, Sean, please? The- <laughs> oh my gosh. Stuff. Thank um, you. <laughs> the first year is 3 million. Year two is 3.025. Year three, 4.25. I think this was a big weight off the shoulders. A big sigh of relief for a lot of Coyotes fans wanting to get this done. Matias Michelli obviously is one of those guys that we refer to a lot as being part of the exciting young group going forward. Um, that will take us through the other side of the rebuild. So, thoughts? Well, first of all, you we, this had to get done. This was a major priority in the offseason. And, you know, the timing may be, you know, maybe a little longer than people had thought, but... We're only a couple weeks past uh, the start of free agency, and there are other things that the Coyotes were clearly focused on as well. So they got this done. I like this deal for both sides, to be honest. I think this is a good deal. It feels like a bridge deal, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like We don't get these much anymore, but it, it feels like a bridge deal. It's it's pretty good money for Matias, and he earned it. He earned it he last earned season, it. even though there are still people in my replies who said, who? When I tweeted this information, and they got absolutely ratioed by Coyotes na- fans. He gets national attention. He's on the all-rookie team. If he you don't know who he, he is, it's on you. You're just ignorant. Yeah. 
That's the problem. Not not that he didn't make a name for himself. The voters had him fourth in Calder Trophy voting. He was on the all-rookie team. People who follow the NHL know who Matias Michelli is, and he he did that himself last year with most of all his playmaking skills. When I've said this a million times, but when the puck is on his stick, he's a special player. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 49 points last season, led all rookies in assists, or I think it was a yep. leader. Yep, uh, and was, points per game. Yeah, points per game. Unfortunately, was out for a few weeks with injury. 19 which, games, wasn't it? 18, 19 games? I mean, that could have pushed him into being a finalist if he was there for those games <sighs> crazy so crazy to me that he finished second but that's for another day um yeah i mean he earned this so you, you said that it's good for both sides in terms of the money um what do you think about the, the three-year thing it's again it feels like a bridge deal to me like a, they didn't lock them up long term you've seen some of these uh patterns where, where teams lock up a young player for a very long time yeah. and it's it's a bet right I'm not sure Matias Michelli is that caliber of player quite yet, right? He's it, this is almost like okay, you you've earned this, you've earned some some term, you've earned some security. Now let's see what you can do. Let's see if you can take it to the next level. And if he does, then maybe he really cashes in with one of those contracts. I've always liked this sort of deal. It's it's hard to do in today's NHL because teams get themselves into trouble with the cap. So it's either do you bet on futures and try and lock up these young guys? You, you, you know what I'm talking about? There's the, the economics of the league have changed so much where you don't see bridge deals anymore. They're trying to lock up these young guys so that they don't get to free agency and kill you. Yeah. Bill's managed the cap. David Ludwig has managed the cap really well. So they're in a situation to do good things, not not burden themselves with any... You can't look at the Coyotes roster now other than maybe the you know the the guys that aren't playing actual games, the dead money, you can't look at the Coyotes roster and say there's a bad contract here. No, you can't. Yeah, and, and that's great too. And yeah, you're right, because they have to look, you know, and I think one thing Bill Armstrong has always done and he's talked about doing is he's not just thinking about this year, next year. He's thinking about four years from now, five years from now. And who's going to be there? Logan Cooley, Dylan Gunther, like on a, not his entry level, Maverick Lamoureux, like all of these Connor guys, Geeky. Connor Geeky, like you're making. Dmitry Simashev, Daniel yeah. Boots, let's keep going. It's yeah, crazy. Like the, the list of exciting young prospects coming up the ranks soon, like they can't overpay or overextend someone like Matias Michelli, who I think we all think and want to be part of this long-term future, but you can't say, oh my God, like they couldn't make it work with a b or c because they like overpaid or overextended matias michelli i think it's good for michelli too because we've seen how he's improved from you know the few games he played in his first season to his first full season in the nhl obviously finishing fourth in calder now it's up to him for these next three years to kind of show what he's worth for that next ticket that can come at the end of this three-year deal and I mean, if he succeeds in that, he's going to get paid. And hopefully mm -hmm. it's by the Coyotes. And hopefully he's part of that because I think he's an exciting prospect. And if you talk team. to Coach Andre Tourigny, you'll probably hear him say, teams figure you out. You can't be a one-trick pony. And he remember when he was telling him to, was it, I'm forgetting the own, the quote that I printed about him shooting aim for the back of the net. Or oh, yeah. The, like, yeah. In, aim uh, for the, well, pass to the net. Pass to the yeah. net. Pass to the net. Thank you. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking there. Just a, <laughs> it's Monday. Just a senior right? moment. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but he needs to shoot more. Yeah. He needs to become a more complete player. He can score goals. He did it at the AHL level. Yeah. He, he, he can work on a shot. He can definitely work on a shot to improve that. But we, we already know he has the playmaking skills. He skates well enough in the league that, that, 
that's never going to be a problem for him. I think he's pretty responsible. There's always areas of improvement there as well, but as a as a 200 foot player, but can he score goals now? Can he can he use that playmaking ability to throw people off and maybe score some more goals by surprising people that he's actually not passing, he's actually shooting, he's not going to finish whatever 16th on the team in shots and goal, which is just insane for for him yeah especially considering the the other stat totals that he had right. last season um i'm excited about this i'm excited about what we're going to see from him over the next three years i think he's a guy we're going to be watching really closely this season as we're kind of in that awkward period where we're not really cheering for losses anymore but we also aren't cheering for a playoff well some people are but <laughs> We're probably not uh, cheering for a playoff push, but now we get to really dive into the individual development of yeah. the, the future pieces. And I think Michelli is going to be a big part. Probably going to hear from him tomorrow on Zoom. Yeah. They're trying to coordinate that. So we'll, we'll get a chance and we'll, we'll, well, I can't say me because if I tried to get clips from a, an interview, it would be a disaster. I will get clips. Leah will do something. <laughs> John will do something. Edie and I won't. No. No, but we're, we'll hope. Hopefully, we'll be able to incorporate some of that into our show tomorrow. And I've, I've been thinking about like where do I go with this story because I've I've written about his backstory like with Rick Conley Jr., the scout that initially discovered him, and then I, I spoke to his coach, spoke to multiple coaches in his past. Um, this was a Lindsey Hofford guy that really pushed hard. Lindsey Hofford, the former director of amateur scouting, really pushed hard for them to select this kid in the fourth round. He's a fourth round pick, so he's he's also like climbing that. You love to see it. The best late round picks in Coyotes history. Yeah. Matias Pacelli's name is on that list already, and he he's climbing it now. But like, where do I go with this? I think probably I'm choosing one of two things. I'm either going to write about what's next for him, and I, I just alluded to that, like with the areas of improvement that he needs to show to take the next step, or I'll just have to dive into his Italian heritage. <laughs> we need to know. Also, an account called Premium Bagel doing the. This? Premium bagel. I, we need an explanation for that handle, please. <laughs> yes. Premium bagel. Are, are you a bagel company? Let yeah. us know. Or are you just a bagel lover? <laughs> a, a lover of premium bagels. We need to know. We do need to know. Um, but yeah, I think we can all breathe a sigh of relief that this got done because this was one that I think a lot of people were counting down. Hello, like what's going on? So it's finally done and we can move forward from that. And as Craig mentioned, we'll hear from Matias hopefully tomorrow. And of course, we will share the best quotes from Matias from that. Um, all right, moving on to another guy who got a deal done, and it's one we've also been talking about mm -hmm. needing a deal perhaps, and it's Ivan Prozvatov who signed a one-year deal, which we'll get to in a second, um, a 775K in the NHL, 225 in the minors, and a guaranteed 300K for the goaltender. What... This one, I think, was kind of interesting for a lot of people and for me. Yeah, go ahead. Run with it. Yeah. Why did he sign just a like? I don't know the choice, deal. to be honest. Yeah. He's an RFA. He's going to be an RFA after this contract, too, because you know, he hasn't accrued any NHL time toward becoming a UFA. He's only 24 years old, and as we know with goaltenders, often the light bulb doesn't go on until later, 26, maybe even 28. So... There's a lot to work with there, right? With Ivan Prosvetov, we've seen flashes of what he might be able to become. They need they need to see consistency from him. They need to, you know, they need to iron out or, yeah, they need to iron out some of the the issues with his technique. Still, there's still refinement coming there, but mostly they need to see more consistency from Ivan Prosvetov. And I, I I hesitate to even say they're a little frustrated. I I don't think he's progressed as 
well as they would have hoped at this point in his career. But again, you go back to that truth about goaltenders. You just don't know when when might the light bulb go on? Will it go on? I don't know with Ivan Prozov. But at age 24, this is not we're not talking about a forward here where he hasn't figured it out yet. And you're probably like, eh, it's, it's time to move on because forwards are usually ready sooner. Um, goalies take, I think, even longer than defensemen to to develop in this league. So he gets a one year deal again. He's still under team control after this season. So if he can take another step, maybe they feel like, you know, he can eventually graduate to become a backup goaltender. On the flip side, you look at the situation with their other two goalies. Karel Vemelko's under contract for two more years. Connor Ingram's now under contract for three years. So you have security at the NHL level for at least the next two seasons. You could say, we're going to give you two more years. We're going to overbake you in the AHL unless you take a quantum leap yeah. and make one of our other goaltenders expendable, which, of course, is a, an ideal situation yeah. that we've heard people talk about. If you have multiple, like uh, Mike McKenna in that story that I wrote, if you yeah. have multiple prospects that are NHL quality goaltenders, that's a good thing because yeah. then you can use one as an asset yeah. to trade. And well, an AZ sports guy says in the chat, really hope he fights for the backup job, job in AZ. He won't get it, but if the team has veggie on the block because he's fighting for the spot, that's a win. Yeah. And and that's, I mean, that's one of those possibilities, right? And you just signed Connor Ingram for three years. Um, listen, after next season, Karel Vanelka is probably going to want to open contract extension talks so if those extension talks you know if he puts up a really good season then they feel comfortable extending him fine but if if extension talks go sideways on money now you've got Connor Ingram and if Ivan Prosvital takes a step forward you might have another way of bridging the gap to the point where all these sudden flood of prospects are ready to make yeah. the leap and there's a few things that are different this year than last year it, it, the fact that the Coyotes picked three goalies in the draft and not that they're anywhere near ready. And then but, brought in Matt Vialta too. Yeah, so. but, you, but you have to be thinking if you're a goalie prospect in this organization that you're thinking, oh, like shit, if it's not, <laughs> you know, if it's not me, there's people next in line. And like you said, Vialta um, is coming in. And when we spoke with Tucson Roadrunners head coach Steve Potvin last Wednesday, we, you know, he talked about that as On well. On his anniversary trip. Yeah, I still can't get over that. You see, Petey, some people, yeah, come some on. people work on their anniversaries, just saying. Wow. Go ahead. Yeah, but it, and and hopefully it pushes him. And, and mm -hmm. you know, he he had some good games when he was here at the end of last season. Like, I think he's someone who has the potential, but just like Matias Michelli had his breakout season last year, maybe Ivan Prozidov can have his breakout season this year. Um, we will see and we'll follow along his progress. Yeah, and some Tucson. things to look at with that, too, like uh, – Part of it's the team in front of you. And, and as we talked to Steve Potvin, you, you look at the blue line that could be down there. It's going to be a better blue line in Tucson. They're, they're probably going to defend better than they did. And I'm not saying it was all on the way they defended. Ivan Prozvatov had some good games here. Then he fell off. He went back to Tucson and honestly wasn't very good in the playoffs. So they do need to see a step up from him. But having a better team in front of you certainly helps that situation. Absolutely. So um, Mike had asked what was the money. It was seven seventy five in the NHL yeah. and two twenty five in the minors. So, you know, the league minimum. League minimum. Yep. So I mean it's it's in like it's, Mitchell, it's, it's in his hand yeah, it's in his hands as well. Um there were a couple other smaller AHL level signings that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, the first is Justin Kirkland, which Mike Gold pointed out his nickname is Costco, which I 
think that's is fantastic. hilarious. That's, um, that's Justin, a good hockey nickname, and there's so few. That's a good hockey nickname. Justin yeah. Kirkland. Yep. Um, absolutely love that. So his deal, again, league minimum 775 in the NHL, 200K. In the minors, um, he played a, a few games with the Anaheim Ducks um, last season. But, you know, it's he's it's more of an AHL deal in that sense. Um, he had... 18 points in 32 games with the San Diego goals. But again, I mean, the, the roadrunners have to fill out their roster just yeah, as and these much are guys as the Coyotes that could get call up, Exactly. Right? I mean, he played, seven, he played seven games with the Ducks yeah. last season as well. And then the other guy, and we this was a little bit earlier than Kirkland, um, but Zach Stanford also signed 800K NHL. Um, he had been with Milwaukee slash the Nashville Predators, played 16 games with Nashville last year, three points in that time. But with Milwaukee, he had 28 points in 45 games. But again, just building out um, that roster down in Tucson. And maybe, guys, we will see get call-ups. I mean, clearly they both did last season mm -hmm. um, with their respective teams at the time. But, yeah, just any any thoughts on these guys? Or? Just, just what I said, really. These, yeah. are, these are guys that to fill in around, you know, guys that could get called up in the event of injuries or maybe get a look for another reason if you're not happy with the way a guy's playing. But, yeah, these are these are depth players that are probably going to shuttle back and forth but spend the majority of their time in the AHL. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, those are that was a brief summary of all the signings. It, they just get me excited for – like – it's so funny because I don't even know what we're on now, but when someone said, oh, this many shows until the season Still starts, in the 60s. we were thinking, oh my God, but like, we're going to get in January, we're going to say, oh, like, it, it, the grass is always greener, you know, but th this kind this kind of stuff does get me really excited for the season to start um, and just see how these guys do. But exciting times. Um, hockey is not back. It's nowhere near back, but baseball is in full swing and you can bet on it on BetMGM and and play the swing for the fences game. Speaking of baseball, it's a free game you can play every single day on BetMGM. You log in, you click on the little game, and you pick one of four strike zones, and you can either get a single, double, triple, or home run, or pop out and receive the prize associated with that type of hit. Um, and the prizing must be used on MLB. It expires within 24 hours, but you can get all sorts of boosts on there. So when you log into BetMGM daily, just play the game. It's, they're just giving you a boost, um, pretty much. Unless you strike out, which is rare, but it does happen. But that's why it's great. You get to play it every day. Um, but if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use the bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Um, speaking of things you can win, so Circle K has a really cool thing going on right now. Um, you can buy it Powerade at four for five dollars, which is a steal, and be entered to be one of 10 finalists to win a 2023 Ford Big Ben Bronco SUV. Like, just buy some Powerade and you can win a car. Sign me up. Um, 
check out Circle K. Besides just gas, they have all sorts of great things like that offer. I just told you about the snacks, Polar Pops, etc. Just make sure you're not missing out on all of this great stuff at Circle K. Right now, you can text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Okay. Let's talk about the RFAs who have not been signed, Craig. Um, and let's start with Jan Yannick, who had a qualifying offer of $787,500, exactly, um, that expired on Saturday. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Well, it means he didn't accept the qualifying offer. Uh, apparently thinks he deserves more. I'm not sure exactly what he's looking for. Um Interestingly, his agent, Alan Walsh, tweeted this yesterday. I'll read the tweet. Any NHL team can sign an offer sheet with another team restricted free agent at another team's restricted free agent at 1.415740 AAV or less for no compensation while the other team does maintain a right to match. Never made any sense why NHL teams don't use this tool that exists within the CBA more often. Well, this is an agent speaking, first of all. Well, never made sense to him because he's speaking on behalf of his clients. Um, there, there are reasons that GMs don't use offer sheets very often because pisses off other GMs. And you develop a bad reputation and you want to have good business relations. You, you don't want to have... Uh, a lot of guys that aren't willing to deal with you or guys talking about you. That matters. It does matter in this industry. Um, I was a little surprised, and I didn't think initially that this was about Jan Yannick, but when you look through Alan Walsh's list of clients, the only restricted free agent he has right now is Jan Yannick. So hmm. I can't say definitively that Alan Walsh is talking about Jan Yannick here, but I am. if he is... I don't get this one, Alan, I'll, I'll be honest, because I'm not sure what sort of leverage Jan Yannick has right now. I'm not sure really what he's proven down at the AHL level to deserve something more. He's gotten a couple looks at, at, at the NHL level, but after some initial excitement about him, it feels like it's been tempered a little bit. I feel he's also like had some injury issues. He has some injury, yes, and that, but that's still slowed his development, so I don't know how you come out the other end saying, well, clearly he deserves yeah. to be treated better. I, I I just don't see it. Maybe I'm missing something. I'll, I'll admit I don't know this industry as well as agents and cap guys, but Yanya Yannick's not a guy right now where you can you can like just say hey, I deserve more. I'm gonna. I don't know if he's gonna hold out. He doesn't have much recourse. Like he, I guess he could go play in Europe or something. Yeah. Or he could hold out until well into the season. There's a deadline about halfway through the season. If you don't play by that point, you can't play in the NHL that year. I don't know if it's going to come to that or if they're going to eventually settle on something for Jan Yannick, but I just, I'm a little perplexed by this one because I just don't see the leverage for Jan at this point. Well, and especially we just talked about Prozvatov who took the one year league minimum deal. Like, I mean, who am I to sit here and say this, but why not just take even a one year deal and also have a prove it year? Yeah. Like maybe maybe in a year with fingers crossed, like no injuries and he mm-hmm. really, you know, dives deep and improves himself. I mean, then you can earn yourself maybe a better deal. And maybe it's not with the Coyotes, but with someone else or it is with the Coyotes and they like what they see. And he has a breakout year. This one just confuses me a little bit, like you said, because it's not like 
he he's a guy like, like Michelli where you're like oh this had to get done and oh he's holding out maybe because he thinks he deserves more right um it, he hasn't broken out yeah, yeah it's interesting in some ways it's he's Bill Armstrong's type of player right he plays he's a sandpaper guy he's not afraid to engage he goes to the hard areas he has some skills so you could see this developing where he becomes a useful player um a lot of agents have been critical of the Coyotes and what's happening here but I don't know that any have been as vocally uh, as publicly critical as Alan Walsh. Oh, Alan Walsh being outspoken but, on Twitter? Yeah, Alan Walsh is outspoken <laughs> on Twitter, period. Um, is he going to tweet a meme of a sword going through Yannick's <laughs> back? <Yeah>. So, <laughs> dynamics, like dynamics <laughs> and relationships factor into all this as well. So, I, I don't I don't really have a clear picture of where this is going at this point. But like I said, Jan doesn't have a lot of options at his disposable as his disposal if he wants to play in north america you, you gotta sign this deal because <laughs> they're unless they can work out a trade if they they feel like they can get anything for yan yanik at this point i'm not sure they can and i i don't see anyone offer sheeting yan yanik and again i'm not saying that this is who alan was talking about i don't want to make that i don't know that but it is interesting that he tweeted on that day you know yan's qualifying offer just expired and he is alan walsh's only rfa at this point um <laughs> Uh, Dwayne, or sorry, Dustin, Jan Yanope. <laughs> that made me giggle. Um, and also, Nick, happy birthday to the GOAT, Louis Erickson. Oh, King. Legend. King the Louis. King, king Louis. Um, all right. Well, we'll follow. So before we move on from him, so what's next? Can he still... Oh, yeah. Except, like, can they still offer him? Sure. Yeah, what would they work. offer him? Just, I, don't, I don't know. I, you know that seven eighty-seven isn't league minimum seven seventy-five. It's like a twelve thousand dollar difference. It is, and I and I don't get the sense that there's been much progress so I, I don't know right now i don't know what to say where where like i said i don't know where this is going but yeah they can still they can still work out a deal yan yan can come back on a contract that the coyotes are comfortable with um or he can i guess he can hold out uh, it's weird to be talking about an ahl player holding out yeah it is but we'll follow along with what happens with that one um and we'll move on to the last guy still awaiting a deal and that's jack mcbain who right now well is the only coyotes player scheduled to go to arbitration the arbitration date is set for july 30th which is in just under two or it's in about two weeks um Craig, is there? You mentioned that the two before that the two sides weren't so far apart. Is there any update or progress on that? No, I don't think there's been any progress. At least as of this weekend, there was no progress on a new deal. Although I was told that they weren't that far apart. Um, so again, deadlines tend to spur action. Like we saw it with Lawson Kraus, where they're literally in the courtroom before they agree to a deal. Um, July thirtieth is miles away in terms of free agency, right? Two weeks, you're talking about a lot of time to work out yeah. a deal. I would not be surprised if they worked out a deal with Jack McBain before this went to arbitration. Bill Armstrong really likes this kid. He really likes him. They're so twins. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it could be his son. So I again, I, I'm not saying it's happening, but I would not be surprised to see a deal worked out with Jack yeah. before arbitration. I was going to say, I, I suspect it's going to be similar to what happened with Kraus last year where... It was down to the wire, but hopefully they go, don't actually go into the court. Well, I hope not too, because like you said, I know they they like each or Bill Armstrong likes McBain. I think McBain is the like archetype for a Bill Armstrong type player. Um, we saw him blossom last year. He kind of showed what he can do. He can score mm-hmm. goals. He can be and he can be a 
tough son of a bitch like we saw him get yeah. into some some scraps last season and that's exactly the type of guy that bill armstrong likes and when we talk again like there's been a lot of line projections um and when we talk about the future of this team going forward like to have jack mcbain as one of your guys like you need that type of role player on your team. Yeah. Um, and especially. he's not just a grinder. Like he no. can, he he's can got have some skill. Yeah. He's got, yeah, he's a big guy yeah. in the middle. You love to have that size up the middle. And if, if Connor geeky can pan out too, then you've got two guys to balance out Logan Cooley. And I'm not saying Logan Cooley is small. He's like five ten and a half. and a half. Who knows? Maybe he'll grow another half inch and get to five eleven. He's not super small. Sidney Crosby, he's not a big guy. He's not Sidney Crosby, but there are some guys in the league that are number one centers that are not Connor Bedard. Huge. Yeah. He's, well, yeah, we'll see where he plays in the end. Um, but there are other Happy guys, birthday. right? Yeah. It's his birthday. You look at a guy like Braden Point, right? Yeah. He's not a big guy either. So yeah. it's possible. Um, but you'd like to have that sort of protection up in, in your middle six and centers. And Jack McBain is one of those guys that's shown a lot of promise. Um, so we'll see where this goes. Keep in mind, the Coyotes have still have a very fixed budget where they can't mess around with dollars. It's tight. It's tight. Yeah, because it and might be that too. That's not a Bill Armstrong or David Ludwig decision. That comes from the top. So they got to work with what they're given. So keep all of that in mind in these negotiations. Yeah, that's true as well because maybe they aren't so far apart, but they're just far apart enough that it's they're trying. The Coyotes are trying to fit within their budget that mm-hmm. they have to work with. Um, because I'm sure if there was unlimited money, things would be going very differently but that's just not the reality of where this franchise is at this moment in time Mm -hmm. um okay well now that we have the two unsigned guys we have most of everybody else signed at this point um there's 47 contracts right now what's the the max 50 50. so that's with mcbain and yannick not signing so but there's a couple guys and and taking out Lammer and Connor Giggy too. And that's that's the key here. Like, I, listen, I and, and I'm not closing the possibility of them making the roster, uh, particularly Connor Geeky. Like, I don't, I don't think Maverick Lammer has a chance of making the roster. I honestly don't think Connor Geeky's chances are that good this year. And but I, he, think I he like will. his attitude about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. He's, yeah. he's coming to make the team. But if you take those two guys out, then if you sign McBain and Yannick, you're at 49 contracts. You've got one left. They like to keep some flexibility over the course of the season because a number of things could happen. You could have a Yusuf Alamaki come available on waivers. You could have someone still come to the Coyotes. And I know it, you know, Bill Armstrong's been very clear that they're not looking to take on bad contracts for draft assets anymore. If someone comes to them with a great offer with incredible assets to move off one of those contracts, they're still going to listen there. So you have to have the cap flexibility to do that. You have to have the roster spot available or... Maybe a certain college player decides that he's actually not going to go back to college and he's actually going to turn pro. You need to have the flexibility to add those guys. So there are a number of things. Or if, however unlikely it looks at this point, Matt Dumba suddenly circles back and wants to sign with the Coyotes, you have a spot Matt open. Matt Dumba, where are you, buddy? Now, you can you can exceed the cap, right? Like, you, you, can, you can make other moves. Um, well, they're not going to exceed the cap. But you, you can make other moves to make that happen if, if uh, you have to add, say, two more players. But you like to have a little bit of flexibility. So keep that in mind as the Coyotes are maneuvering. If they get those two guys signed, they're at 49. So there's there's not a lot of wiggle room there. Again, they can make other moves. They can make it work. But it's not as simple as, yeah, we just add this guy. Now, you, now you've added an extra step to the process. So 
I guess keep that in mind with like how likely is Matt Dumba at this point. It, it doesn't sound yeah. like it's that likely to me. It sounds like he's really hoping for other teams to make moves where he'd rather play. Um, we'll see how it all plays out. And just back to the waiver wire for one second. The waiver wire around training camp is Fascinating. like amazing. It's it's awesome. So mm-hmm. we'll see. And we've seen Bill Armstrong do it multiple times in the past. So I I, I like the idea that they'd have that sort of flexibility. Two guys that got extended in Valamaki and Connor Ingram. Yep. Off of waivers. All right. Well, that's that's what we have for now. Of course, we will keep everybody updated on how things progress and you can stay tuned to craig's twitter for that as well um but for for those guys i say it every time for the guys who are just moving here more furniture check it out um get the white glove delivery it's i can't say enough about it you don't want to worry i am not i don't like to build things i just don't i don't like ikea kind of thing no i am not good at it i don't like my time is worth something to me with that in particular so more furniture Sorry. What? I'm just thinking of a line from Ted about he talks about he first the entire place was like 49 bucks from Ikea. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Okay. I don't uh, know why I went there. Just popped in my head. Forgive oh me. Oh boy. Um, Useless so information. When you, when you check out more furniture, I recommend getting the white glove delivery. We got it for our office furniture, which when we were moving here in August, when it was 110, and that was the last thing we wanted to do was set up furniture. No, I, I don't it just remember came. that day. Oh, yeah. You weren't here because you were recovering from your hip replacement. (laughs) Hmm. You can say big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to morefurniture.com. That's M-O-R furniture.com. Craig, it's an exciting day. It's Margarita Monday at Illegal Pete's. Um, I need to swing by. They have a new flavor that they told me about. It's like a spicy margarita. They told you about? Are you like texting they, with no, Illegal they, Pete's? No, there were people from Illegal Pete's in our office. Wow. And they said they have a new spicy margarita at Illegal Pete's. So I got to try that. Um, but it is Margarita Monday. But Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot any day of the week this summer. You can kick back and enjoy an ice cold margarita or cool off with a bucket of high noons five high noons for just 22 bucks and don't forget to follow at illegal Pete's on instagram to stay updated on all their big events and deals going down this summer you can stay tuned on their stories to win free tickets to the concerts you were dying to see illegal Pete's is here to make this summer one for the books and an underrated part of illegal Pete's too besides the food and the alcohol they sell really sick shirts as well um and they just released a couple new ones so check that out and follow their instagram so you can see those as well okay craig this is what our show would have been if the coyotes did nothing over the weekend seriously um so why don't you tell everyone what you did this weekend i went and saw mission impossible dead reckoning i'm an mi fan anyway i Whatever you think of Tom Cruise away from the movie theater, away from the big screen, the dude makes great films. And this may be the best MI of them all. It was terrific. And I go in with a really critical eye. And Tara was telling me, oh, I heard some people said that the script was kind of thin. It wasn't. It was a really cool concept. The stunts were unbelievable. It, it was a great movie. There was humor in it. And it, it almost felt like, and, and you know this is not true, but on screen, Ethan felt humble. Tom Cruise felt humble, which was weird, but it was it, it was funny. It was a good movie. It was a I don't really think I've seen a single Mission movie. Impossible. Really, which oh is crazy. God. I have not either. This was a terrific action movie. I, mean, I respect it. Tom Cruise doing his own stunts. That man yeah. is crazy. Yes, that yeah. man. And I don't Tom know how he's starting to doing them too. I might need to join Scientology if you can play, play with <laughs> see, life see, like that. It. And right, like jump <laughs> off a cliff on a motorcycle and then 
I saw I saw a video, I think it might have been a TikTok not too long ago about one of the stunts he did where like some of the production crew just didn't know what was going on and thought like they radioed over the thing like we just lost Tom. They thought he was dead. Like they thought he died doing one of the stunts. Cause that man that man he he's committed. I respect he, he that. He's committed. You know what else he's committed to? He's committed to the big screen. Like there's this little segment ahead of the movie where he's talking about how this movie was made for the big screen. Please come and see these shows where they were meant to be viewed on the big screen. Top Gun Maverick in theaters. That was on. That was a movie it's an experience. experience. I I agree. Like I, however big the home theater gets, there's something about the movie theater experience that you cannot match at home. You can't. You can't match it. So I agree with him. And if anybody's gonna save the big screen, it's freaking Tom Cruise because he makes really good it's Tom damn Cruise movies. and the Church of Scientology. <laughs> God. So, Craig, you wanted to talk about the best chase scenes I do. in movie like, history. Because... This could be an amazing summer, by the way, for movies, though, because we know what's coming oh my next God. weekend. By the way, Barbenheimer. We... Barbenheimer. Yeah, we already have advanced <laughs> tickets to Barbie and Oppenheimer. We've already bought them. We're going to see both are, movies. Which Are you going on the same day or no, different days? No, separate days. Back-to-back days. Barbie first and then Oppenheimer. I like am an AM, a proud AMC Stubbs member, so I get three free movies a week. So Hell I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching. Wow. Yeah, first off... If you go see movies more than like once a month, you should be a Stubbs member. It's $20 a month, no free ads, but free ad for AMC. $20 a month, you get three free movies a week and free upgrades on popcorn and drinks. My so only thing is... Tickets are 13 bucks. We go to a theater that somehow people just don't know about enough. Can I interest you in the, the nearby AMC? There's literally an AMC we can walk there right now. Right, no is it so. crowded? Is it like all uh, people in no. shows like this? No, no, no. It's I mean, uh, Friday, Saturday, you might it, it will get yeah. a little busy, but like we would go to movies like right after work on Fridays, and there'd be three other people in the theater. That's like crazy. Was, uh, yeah, and I like that actually. I do I, too. I got yeah. I gotta uh, have, honestly, I gotta have the full recline. It's gotta be the pandemic kind of did seat. a lot of bad things, but making people less likely to go out <laughs> in public is the best thing that happened. Like I, there's just way less people around and I love it. I'm really excited yeah. for both of those. Movies I can't super. wait. I'm not going this weekend because I'm going out of town this weekend, but it's on my list for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. So there are a couple there are a couple scenes that there you've seen them before in other movies, right? This is these are themes that you've seen. Uh, there's there's a chase scene and there's a there's a train scene, top of the train scene. They get creative. They they put new spins on both of those, and the chase scene definitely has new spins on it. It's it's one of the better chase scenes that I have seen, and you both know that I have seen a lot of movies because I've been around for a while. So I wanted to talk, and you guys might even. I made a list. Just, you you have a list. Yeah, like, you said you so like. I like, just have, come up with one. And you came up with a really good I one. Have, by the way. I have my one. You okay. texted really us good. yesterday, and okay. I spent I like thirty minutes thinking about it. I don't watch night. movies. So I, I, I don't watch a ton of movies, but I have a list. Go ahead, you start with your list. Okay, so Ooh, this, I have another one. Just so this is chase scenes in general. Um, most of them are driving chase scenes, but yeah, they're not. That's, that's kind of what there I'm is a couple about. on foot ones that are out there. But um, Baby Driver with that f- the first the opening scene of the movie where they're escaping. The, Sorry, the... you want to just jump in right is now? Is that yours? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's. I mean, the the scene in that movie where they go under the the pass uh, under the bridge and he swaps. He hits the emergency brake, swaps the cars, oh, yeah. and they come out of the, the under the bridge and they've lost the car. Is amazing. And like Craig said before the show, it the whole movie is scored is like is is filmed around the score. Like it's all yeah. sunk up to the score. Yep. It's 
yeah amazing yeah um it's amazing cool. and i wish i also i said to craig i wish kevin spacey was in the movie <laughs> it's a lot harder to watch now um but still it is i think one, it's one of my favorite movies of all time and that scene is one of my favorite like that scene made me fall in love with the movie yeah. off the rip yeah. yeah so good so that's my that's my number one yeah. um okay so mad max fury road is like one of my favorite movies of all time and the scene where they're like trying to outrun the i don't even know what they're called the the guy coming to get his wives that scene is unreal that was all practical effects by the way like oh my god all speaking of doing your own stunts just unbelievable it's such a beautifully shot movie um so that's an all-timer for me and on a movie that's all based around driving pretty much just like baby driver so of course it's going to be similar couldn't be more different movies but they're both driving movies if you will um and then you might be surprised by this one because it goes a little before my time but indiana jones raiders of the lost ark uh with the truck scene mm-hmm. where they're they're chasing down the truck um uh, that one is a really good one and then i also like had a couple the there's the chase in casino royale and yeah. um that one's on foot and then there's a chase in skyfall where they're literally like riding motorcycles on the roofs of buildings uh-huh. so that one's pretty uh, one Those thing about really james choices, actually. one thing about james bond is there's always a good chase scene yeah and it's like to like to, you gotta have it in an action movie it's almost yeah. like it, it seems silly right like uh, oh you're really every every movie has to have a chase scene but yeah it kind of does it's like <laughs> homage to the past okay right? so what do you it's have? like if you do the doorway shot for to pay homage to john ford in a western you got to do it you just got to do it it's it's paying homage to the past i like that i like that kind of stuff yeah. about films that's that's part of the art yeah so i got five others and those are all great choices and all ones that i thought about and i also thought that you guys would choose them so i didn't choose them baby drivers phenomenal choice yeah. though, i don't think anyone's gonna have the other ones that i've come up with since we so i mentioned am i am i dead reckoning already terminator 2 judgment day what, what do you what what i didn't think anyone brady just took mine i'm literally watching the born identity paris chase scene right now that's, that was my big one that's a that's a good one too yeah terminator 2 judgment day has a phenomenal chase scene in it obviously with the like whatever liquid metal dude um i don't know if you guys have seen ronin there's a sp- dan just said ronin is an incredible chase scene in that movie and it is I don't even so know what it is. So freaking tense and so long. You're just like, you want off. You're exhausted by the end of that one. Uh, the Blues Brothers, it's Chicago, first of all. So I get to see so much I Chicago scenery. And it's the so same as one of the reasons I love the bear as well. But so much Chicago scenery. The Blue, Blues Brothers, I can't even remember the total car count that they wrecked. Like there's that huge pileup of police cars at one point under the L tracks. It's insane, but that's a great chasing. And then going way back to in my opinion and i'm probably probably i'm gonna have some film person tell me no 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 there was a film even earlier but like you want to talk about the seminal chasing watch the french connection william friedkin phenomenal chasing phenomenal chasing all right i've i haven't seen any of those i've seen the blues brothers but it's been like 20 years <laughs> understandable um yeah. sean okay um so yeah the born movies Oh boy, I'm literally, I've literally been watching the, the, the Bourne Identity Paris chase scene for the last six minutes. Uh, but there's also, I forget which Bourne movie, but there's another Bourne movie. This movie these movies have been out for like over a decade, so uh, spoiler alert. But um, Jason Bourne's girlfriend is driving the truck and she gets like shot in the back of the head and they like go off the into the water and it's crazy. That scene is awesome. Like this, this movie, those movies are one of my favorite movie series ever. Um, so there's that we already talked about baby driver um and then the first um honestly both of them have a pretty good chase scene but the first black panther movie oh, 
when they, like they're they're going and she throws like the the yeah. stake in the car or whatever and oh, it yeah. flips it up like that is mm. awesome because the music that they're playing during it I, like i love the soundtrack from that movie um so it's a little more recent the second one had a pretty good one too if i remember yeah, it did but, on the uh, when they got to the bridge eventually. yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly so the the the, 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 the those two movies have some pretty solid ones, but the the Bourne movies, mm, Brady, that those are my movies. <laughs> All nice. right, um, Italian. Dan said Italian Job as yes. well. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, Italian Actually, Joel said Original Gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> Graham said Pee Wee Herman bike chase scene at the studio lot. Ooh, this might be a, de- a deep cut. I don't know if you could technically consider it a, cha- a chase scene, but Death Race. It's, oh, it's like, if you don't know the concept, it's basically like this dystopian type thing where there's this prison and they have this like, this like race, this, this like race car race where like the prisoners build their own cars basically. Yeah. And the, it's basically like survive and you get to leave prison. It's like a race. It's a race, but it's to the death. So it's all about, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's Whoa. a crazy movie. I saw it when I was way too young to see it uh, in like middle school or something, but it's, it's a crazy movie. And the, basically the whole thing is kind of chase scene. So. I played a video game called Death Race 2000 when I was a kid, and literally you just what you tried to do is run over people, yeah. pedestrians. <laughs> that was the game. This makes me want to watch more action movies this time. I also, I don't know if you consider these. You get to run over people. Oh, I, wow. Now I want to watch this. I don't game. know if you consider these chase scenes either, but I saw a clip earlier of the third cars where uh, where Cruz, his like trainer, gets like pushed up against the wall, and she, she goes... she like uh hones in like i forget the word i'm looking for uh but like doc when he was racing like goes up against the wall and flips off the wall and flips over the guy that's trying to mess him up and she does the same thing and it like flashes back and that was i got i watched it this morning i got fired up i love the cars movies oh my gosh all right awesome um keep letting us know your favorite chasings in the chat i am gonna i have a new list of movies that i need to watch this summer and nothing better than watching a movie in the summer than drinking an ice cold four peaks beer um it has been hot we all know it's been hot and a a nice beer just it really Mm. when you're thirsty like a beer is just so good not gonna lie i had them last night it's i had a we went out for sean's birthday on saturday night i had a wow um so damon had two wows i must have missed the text message it was in Slack. Uh, I can I tagged the Slack. entire channel in Slack. Yeah, it was past 11 p.m., but it was oh, there. So I was like, <laughs> I was in deep REMs at that point. Yeah, but check out Four Peaks <laughs> wherever you buy yeah. your beer. Um, you can also buy Four Peaks at their Eighth Street Pub, which has amazing food as well. And Four Peaks for Teachers is back this summer, so Teacher Tuesdays you can go all throughout this month. Um, and bring a valid teacher ID every Tuesday and receive $4 pints of Kiltlifter, Wow, Hazy, and Hobnot. Um, check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink. Please drink responsibly. Okay. Become a diehard. Um, Brady's in our chat. Brady finally, finally became a diehard over the weekend and joined our Discord. Um, there's Thank been you, a, Brady. Yes, there's been a lot of new faces in our Discord, which welcome um and if you're a diehard not in the discord join it if you need help getting in let me know i can send you the link um but just a lot of great perks to being a phnx diehard you get access to weekly diehard only content um from craig once a week you get access to our discord you get 20 percent off shirts and hats and everything in the locker you get a free shirt or hat every year at sign up as well 
um, and 20% off all of our events, which we're going to have a lot more of them coming soon as the fall comes as well. So become a diehard today. And of course, check out phnxlocker.com to check out our awesome, awesome merch. You know what else they might get from becoming a diehard soon? And I'm just going to tease this. You might get some new PD content this season. Yeah. It's only for diehards. Yeah, PD has a lot of... He has ideas. He always has ideas, mm-hmm. but now we're honing in on them. Um, and yeah, so the diehards will benefit. So lots of great reasons to become a diehard. Craig, do you have anything else before we get out of here? Uh, no, I don't know what my diehard story is. A couple, couple possibilities, so I don't want to tease that yet. But I do want to let people know, I know we got away from the mailbag in June because there the was a lot going on. And yet. you were in Europe for yeah, three weeks? that. That's the reason, but I I will have a mailbag next week, just so you know, and I'll put out a call for questions soon. That's it. Okay. Um, You're probably going to get 200 because you didn't do one last month. And I've already seen, people in the Discord have always already been like, I have a question for the next mailbag. I mean, just, I I was thinking about like doing this one time in the summer. Die hard only? No, I was thinking about like having guest answerers. Ooh. (laughs) So just have someone step in and like maybe not even have any knowledge and just give a funny answer to it. I love that. I might Um, do that. This is important. Tyler in the chat. Side note, happy birthday, Craig Morgan, the country singer. Who? Not Coyotes Craig. It's Craig Crunchy Singer Craig, Craig Morgan's birthday. I don't know who that is. There's nobody. <laughs> uh, not the country singer. Yep. Craig Morgan. Happy birthday, Craig Morgan. Not this one. All right. Well, that's it from us today. We have a really fun show tomorrow, and it's going to be especially fun for one Steve Peters because Nick Bukestad <laughs> is joining that's our right. show tomorrow live at 11 a.m. on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So you're not going to want to miss that. I'm sure PD has some fun stuff <laughs> planned for that show. Um, but we'll talk with Bugie and uh, and talk about all sorts of stuff as well. And we're here Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. We have Troy Stetcher later in the week. Patrick Brown's going to join us in studio. So the fun never stops here on PHNX Sports. So be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Twitter. You can wish PD a happy anniversary at SPS Hockey. You can wish Sean a happy belated birthday at Sean underscore pause. You can wish Craig... S. Morgan, not a happy birthday at Craig S. Morgan. And you can, I don't know, sad. Like my, my tweets birthday. at Leah Merrill. Um, and of course, follow the show at PHNX underscore coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, everybody. And we will see you all tomorrow.